Manitobaville, the podcast, is brought to you by Rodeo Road Studios. Hang on to your hat. Hi, I'm Linny. You're listening to Antiquarian Objects, the legend of Manitoba on Manitobaville, the podcast. Couldn't wait to get back on the three in one week we did. We did. Yes. We did. We did Portage, Fort Lorraine Museum. Yep. We did. We did Headingly on the Tuesday. Yep. You slept all day Wednesday. I did in the car because no, we were driving. No, just a, you're, oh, there was a day you, off. You had a day off at I, home. I did sleep all and day. You could, and you put all that tape on your face to keep it together, <laughs> put it back together, and then you slept. <laughs> Scotch tape. Scotch tape. Just held it so it could be perfect for Thursday. Because Thursday we headed out to... The Paw. No? <laughs> <laughs> the Blur. <laughs> Where did we go Thursday? Uh, you're going to look back on this year and say, there, I, I did something in May. Yeah. I'm just going to call it the TV show I did. It's all I, a blur. I can't remember exactly what happened. But <laughs> Thursday, we headed out to Hartney. Okay. The Thursday. The Thursday. Whatever day that was. But I don't know the date. But Yeah. Hartney. Hartney. That was a, that was a pretty long drive. It was four hours? Three it was and a half long hours. drive. Three, three and a half. Three and a half hours. Yeah. Three and a half. Was it? Yeah. It was. Because we stopped. I'm sure we stopped for lunch on the way. We did. We stopped in Brandon. Brandon? Yeah, Brandon? it was Brandon. It was Brandon. Hi, Brandon. That was the Lady of the Lake. Lady of the Lake. The good Welsh yep. place. And then went to Hartney. Population 400. They got a lot going on for them for population 400. 400 people. Yeah. 500 smiles. Aww. <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs> Happiest That's a good people. Logo. They're happy. They're lots of activity too. Yeah. Remember we were shooting outside and we had to keep, I, I guess we were there just at the right time of day when people were stopping into the store. Yeah. So we'd have to sort of pause. And there's to... a baby driving a tractor. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lawnmower. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I made it more it dramatic. The baby. <laughs> and the dad was there too. <laughs> yeah. And it had a little bar. We stopped there and the motor in. The motor in. We got the a poutine in. there, right? We did. And a Corona. They did. Yeah. We did. Yep. <laughs> and it was very nice. Yeah. Very nice uh, proprietor. She was very nice. Yeah. She said that it takes four hours for the cops to get there if something happens yeah so we decided to test it (laughs) (laughs) but she dealt with us anyway so she didn't even have to call them immediately on we were face down on the ground being told to leave the premises that's not true (laughs) that's not true we didn't test it we're very law abiding Yeah, that was a cute museum. It was an old building. It was we got a nice shot outside that building. It was an old grocery store, I think they said, or an old, um, oh. uh, like general store. An old general store, yeah. yeah. They, and they knew the lady that used to run it, and they were telling stories about yes. her. Yes. Because they used to run stores differently than they do now. It used to be, before Marshall Fields in Chicago, it used to be 
you could haggle. Mm. And they would also show you the, they would have to, you'd go to the desk and then talk about what you needed and they would bring samples yeah. up and then you would haggle over the price. And then Marshall Fields decided that the, the person probably wanted to look at it all for themselves. And he had set prices. He was the first one to just have set prices. So you could shop based on the quality of, of the version of what you were buying and then make your decision based on the price of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said this lady that that was still running it, if she didn't like you or feel that you needed that object and yeah. it wasn't handy, yeah, then she wouldn't even bother going to get <laughs> yeah. it. But if she liked you or thought you needed it, yeah. she would sometimes have to climb a ladder all the way up to the shelving to get down the item to yeah. bring it down to show you. So, yeah, so it was still more personality driven. Yeah, because all the storage was behind the behind the desk. Yeah, like up on the walls. They said yeah. there's a huge ladder up on the walls, so you'd have to go up and, yeah. And it was pretty big. It, was, it would have been a, a decent-sized store for that community. Yep. And there was two levels. Did they used to have dances upstairs? or? I probably originally it would have been a meeting place. Oh, okay. Um, and maybe used for dances and stuff. And then later they said, what, a, a shoemaker moved in there or a, a hat maker or something? It, was, it turned Some into kind of maker. manufacturing or something. Yeah, and then it, when they took it over now, they the museum's up in there too. Yeah. They have a whole Masonic display in a room. Masonic and... Uh, was that... Or was I, or was that Minidosa? No, it was there. Brandon? Brandon? <laughs> no, that was there. That it, was there. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I'm not sure if you went in far enough into that room. I don't room. think I did. Yeah, but they were... So they have that. They have a lot of old, really neat stuff. A lot of dolls, a lot of old dolls. The doll collection, A yes. huge old doll collection. And the pins. What was it, 15,000 pins or something? Yes. 29,000 pins? Yeah. There was a local fellow had collected and then didn't have any. What? I guess his house would have been wall-to-wall pin collection. So he was, he went there and said, would you guys mind displaying these? What kind of pins was that? Everything. 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 It's just a wild lapel pin collection. Yeah, I remember. It was covered. That museum probably would take two days to go through as well, yeah. I would guess, if you really wanted to see everything. Take your time. Yeah. And yeah. it had a hole in the wall. They had a hole in the wall because they did, they did a movie there. The Lookout. The Lookout. Was, yeah. And there was a bank robbery. Yes. And so they kept the hole in the wall. So it's a memento to the movie, to the experience. Gordon Levitt something was his name. The actor. Hmm. What's, I'm not sure. What's his name? Gordon. Gordon Levitt something. No. He's got three names. Joseph Gordon Levitt. That guy. Oh, yeah. He was in The Lookout. Okay, yeah. And so it was a, it was a Hollywood movie because it was a Disney movie. Yeah. Big budget. And they shot in Hartney. No way. And they made, because they used the museum as a bank. Yeah. And um, so it, it was like, and he was a, a caretaker at the bank, I think. Oh, okay. He played a character who was, that was manipulated by the bank robbers to be, they made them as their friend and everything. And then he sort of inadvertently helped them rob the bank by mm. being the lookout. We should watch that and then we should go to the scene with the hole in the wall. Like right now? <laughs> Is our episode long enough? We can, we can fit that in. 
<laughs> yes, right now. It was a good movie. We watched it. I remember when it came out and uh, I saw it, knowing it was done in Hartney and stuff. Yeah, it was really well done. Really good movie. You'll enjoy it when you watch it. Yep. Well, after I watch all the movies, all, the all movies, my homework, all the lists, <laughs> I need to it's gonna help with your acting. I'm telling you, <laughs> you're gonna be so much more enlightened, and, <laughs> and well, you know, you'll have things to draw upon. <laughs> the great actors and the great directors have come before. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they had a, a huge spearhead collection. Yes. Which is what we went there to look at. Flint. They even had stuff later. Iron. Yeah. They had stuff from the middle periods. Yeah. I think the oldest one was 9,000 years old. Yeah. And they had the old axe, the wood, uh, or the stone tools. There would have been um, stone hammers and stone axes, hatchets and stuff. Oh, and they had that, um, I forget what era it was from, but it was a, it was like a pot. It was a... Oh, right. Like a clay. And it was they found it completely intact which is so rare because it's not that strong of a material mm -hmm. and um i don't i don't remember what years it would have been used in but it was pretty way, old yeah that was way back and it's in i can't remember which museum they said it uh, is is it Man not the nature Man of is nature? it winnipeg i think so there? yeah 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 it sounded like a big one like a national one of the national museums yeah but that must have been, that's such good luck to find it completely. And it was in a farmer's field. Yeah. Yeah, they found lots of stuff on That on whole arrowhead collection. Yeah. From, what, what do you say the fellow's name was? was um, oh, Russell Graham. So yeah. that whole collection that was put together by Russell Graham, local farmer, mm -hmm. uh, who then donated it into the museum. Apparently he had, and I can't remember what they said, he had a quarter section or half section he grew up on. That field is where he found all of his arrowheads. Wow, jackpot. So it must have been uh, a grazing area or the local, like where the animals congregated over the yeah. thousands of years. It was a significant spot. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, you'd find them. And I guess people, well, you do find them all over, but um, finding that many, like constantly finding them. Yeah. It was wild. a beautiful collection. I feel to to look at something that's so old and intact and and it's hard to imagine that these little spearheads can take down a whole animal but they were the way that they're crafted is so precise and behind the arrowhead or the spearhead is a hungry person yes. who has motivation yes. and energy and drive yes the huntress <laughs> the huntress tune in tune in <laughs> folks you do not want to miss the huntress <laughs> Where can people see Antiquarian Objects, The Legend of Manitoba? Well, you can see it on Bell MTS TV. It's their on-demand channel, 5TV1. You just got to do a little digging in the menu and you'll come up with it. Or if you have the app, if you're a Bell subscriber, very simple to get to the show. Just use the search and bingo. You're there and you're everywhere. You're everywhere we were. <laughs> ah, okay, awesome. That was a fun, that was a fun one. It was a fun episode to put together. Yeah. And it's all rolling hills down in that area too. Yeah. And that would, and that would, I'd like, I was thinking that when I was putting that episode together, I was really thinking about like the Boys of Ain, Killarney, Turtle Mountain, Hartney mm -hmm. region, getting something evolved down there. 
because that's the first area that was revealed after the Ice Age. Oh, yeah, so, the, so much history. So Manitoba's first animals would have been <gasps> congregating there. That's so true. Wow. And then yeah. they draw in humans then. Yep. And other animals. Yep. Old communities. Yeah, for, for a place that's so flat, we have a lot more rolling hills than I thought. I knew in Riding Mountain, um, but I was surprised by Pemina Valley and, and then all these little towns too. Mm -hmm. Tiger Hills, the Pemina Hills. Even on our way to the Pa, there was some... Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, the canyons up there that yeah. we just learned about. I didn't even know about Yeah. the Bell and uh, Steep Rock Canyons. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if somebody, in my experience, if somebody says, uh, Manitoba is just flat, and you know immediately their experience of it is the number one highway yeah, going through. Exactly. And then, so that's the first thing you can assume is they've only driven across on the on number one. Yeah. The second thing you can assume is they're probably not worth listening to because they don't <laughs> have much life experience because yeah. they've never been anywhere interesting. Yeah, exactly. So you move right along to the next person who was from somewhere and will tell you about how beautiful their area is. Yeah. And valleys everywhere. Like the rivers are all running all around the place. So many rivers. Yeah, we've we've shot by a lot of rivers. Mm -hmm. Any lakes or not, no, none? I think in Manitoba there's two lakes. <laughs> no, I know there's like a hundred thousand lakes or something, but I don't think we shot by any. We did. We did. The Jim's Garage segment, we shot up. We were hiking to Jim's garage yes. and we we're in the vicinity of a lake. Yes, yes, yes. A beautiful lake. It was a beautiful lake. Yeah. Yeah, we saw some loons. Yeah. And then on our our way back from Hartney, we stopped in Tree Treehern. Treehern. They had a really nice restaurant there. It was huge, the but there was not a the lot local. of people. The local. Oh, it's called the local. They yeah. have a dance floor. Dance floor. They have these big windows, a really beautiful view. Yep. We met some we met some locals. Yep. Yep. An artist. <laughs> yeah, an artist. That's a fun spray paint artist. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't want to be promoted, so we can't talk about him. No, very abstract. But art. everybody knows him. Um, we yeah, he'd tell you didn't have to know his name. Um, everybody in town would know of him or you know, who he was. Yeah. And I can't remember his name either. But if I to learn it, I just have to go back to Treehorn. That's true. And talk to anybody. Just ask around. That was fun. So we listened to music in there. Yeah, they had a, ju a jukebox. Yeah. And poutine. And poutine. But no, we didn't that, have poutine. That was pizza. We had pizza. That, that was time. really good. That was good. And I sh think we had Coronas. I'm pretty sure. Good, that good Coronas there. Good Coronas. <laughs> they had the bottled kind. Yeah. It was very good. Oh yeah, everywhere we went was bottled, and then one place was draft. That's right. Which was great because it was this big cup. That, that was at the Paw. That was at the Paw. At the what the was that place? I can It's at the edge of town. Yeah. Oh, it's called Good Times. Good Times. Good, good Times. Oh, Good Times. Good Times. Good Times. <laughs> yeah, they had good Corona. It was like a, yeah, it was like a modern kind of sports bar kind of thing. What did we eat there? Oh, I had, I had, but they didn't have poutine. Uh, yeah, that's right. I had turkey sandwich. Yeah, it was still pretty good. You had something. It's like macaroni bites or something. I don't know. We tried, you tried chipotle, 
Chipotle. Chipotle for the first didn't time. know what that tasted like, so she brought a sample. Very nice. <laughs> Recommend a place where they'll bring you a, a flavor sample. <laughs> just and even I wasn't even going to order. It. I just want to learn about it. And she's like, "Sure, here you go." That was fun. That was a lot of fun. And we stayed at the West Canna, up mm-hmm. there in the Paw, nice and close to the Sam Waller Museum. Good breakfast there. Yes, that was a good breakfast. Good in breakfast, there. good coffee. The West West Canna, West Canna, West Canna. I think so. I think it was West West Canna, but Hartney, I'd recommend you'd go to Hartney again. I would definitely go to Hartney again. And I think down in that area, lots of little lakes and stuff too. We saw a lot of campers on the road. Oh yeah, because it was around the long weekend and. Yeah, so I think there's tons of hidden little places you don't see from the highways. It's a great spot for camping and probably very affordable too. The little rural camping spots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to tune in again next week. And also be sure to catch our show, Antiquarian Objects, The Legend of Manitoba. On Bell MTS. 5TV1. Manitobaville, the podcast, is a production of Rodeo Road Studios Limited. Copyright 2023.